um, I believe that um, you don't sit, you remain standing as a matter of honor, not for me, but to Almighty God and to this choice servant of His, with whom I have been to be privileged to be friends for 37 years. Amen. Shall we welcome Apostle Albert Fifi Ohin to minister to us the word? Amen. 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 Man of God, you have such a beautiful church. Amen. 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 I have sat in these meetings for two days and I can testify to the fact that a lot of work has gone in. To the associates as well. Amen. Matinaha and Nenuna Mehuse. Why Juma Yewaha and Hallelujah. Amen. I can sense the spirit of the house. And those of you who have been wise enough to identify with this great man of God, his wife, and all these associates and elders of this church, I say you've made a very wise decision. Amen. Continue in that decision, and God will bless Amen. you. Amen. Yeah, Papa Dennis Dan no nene hook up for no markano. Yeah, young coswaya nyanisa if you say ya fadi ye. Thank you for the opportunity, man of God. Hallelujah. So You know when I came in here on Monday I saw how small the world is. I have always known the world is small, but it became smaller when I came here on Monday. Amen. <laughs> you know what? Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, in a way, I'm related to Osofo's wife. Amen. 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 Somehow, I know her mom, but I have never met her. So if it wasn't on Monday, I wouldn't have met her. Amen. Amen. Because somehow, maybe we meet at family gatherings, but somehow I don't take note. <laughs> because nobody has formally introduced her to me, you know. Amen. So, Osofo and the wife are no strangers to us. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Apostle Dave has been a very close friend of mine. Amen. We met in Katanga, KNUST, several years ago. Amen. Amen. I used to associate with a group of brethren the Calvary Road. Amen. Interestingly enough, of all the lot, he has stuck so closely. You understand? That's God ordained it. I have learned a lot from him. And will ever be grateful for their friendship. Now, 
they, they will both be leaving me by the end of the year. One will be leaving on Saturday, the other one will be leaving by the end of the year. As God has willed it. So these are very last moments I'm having with them. So I decided to bring them along. Hallelujah. Amen. I have enjoyed the two days that I've sat in this meeting. Apostle David has taught so well. When he is in his elements, and oh, he's always in his elements when he takes the word of God. You, you will feel like sitting down and just listening and listening and listening. That's, that's Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we bow down heads in prayer? Thank you, God, for today. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for what you want to share with us. Thank you for grace. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you for utterance. Thank you for guidance. Thank you, Lord. For the emphasis of the Spirit in this particular meeting today. We give you praise and honor in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Talking about prayer, you would realize the fact that we came out of God. Let me use God having created man and Remove his ribs and form the woman. Because of the connection, when this was happening, Adam was in a deep sleep. But when he came to himself, he just identified this woman standing and said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. He sensed a connection. God didn't go back to the soil to form a woman because he wanted to establish this connection. Amen. Amen. If you clearly understand this, you will understand that many, many, many times we have no reason why we should even have problems in marriage and even divorce. We need certain understandings in order to make the right choices and to stick to those choices all our lives. Because the woman came out of man, without effort. In a much the same way, God squeezed the dust into shape, form man, and breathed into his nostrils. Something from him poured into man. And, and man became a living soul. So there is this deep longing for God. Just as there is a deep longing in, man, in God for man. So David will say in some some eight, I, I don't understand. What, what, what is man that you so love him you're, and, and, and he's so important to you? What is man? 
Man is a masterpiece of his creation. Let us make him in our image. So he will come to Adam in the cool of the day and will fellowship with Adam. Have deep heart to heart communion with Adam. Because man came out of God and there's that deep connection. When man finds himself, even if he denies there's God, and he finds himself in a very critical situation, you will find himself, you will find him calling on God. This is the basis of prayer. We want to reach out unto him. Much as he makes himself available to also reach out unto us. And we'll do anything to maintain this connection. It's so very important. These things are so deep. It becomes man's responsibility to develop this kind of connection and this, uh, this communication and bring it to a level where it becomes a way of life. It's not something we can take for granted. Once we do not develop it as we ought to, we walk in this life still very much unfulfilled. You acquire all that you can acquire, but there's a vacuum that you know exists. There's something you're always reaching out for, which you can't really define. And sometimes you get so confused, you channel those energies into wrong things. This is the reason why we are gathered here today. I'm going to share a few thoughts with us. As we begin to talk about prayer, which we've done in the past few days. Shall we turn to Isaiah chapter 64? Verse 7, please. 64. Let me read from here. And there is no one who calls on your name. Who stirs himself up to take hold of you. For you have hidden your face from us and has consumed us because of our iniquities. Here we see two definitions of prayer. Calling upon the name of the Lord. Calling upon the name of the Lord. From the depths of our hearts. The yearning in us for more and more of God. Always wanting to reach out unto him. And as a second definition. 
Stirring up himself to take hold of God. Stirring up yourself to take hold of God. So in essence, if you look at this, it means prayer puts us in a position where we can stir ourselves up and lay hold on God. So, wow. Wow. Praise God. Hallelujah. And you know, when you lay hold on God, you know you've, you've, you've brought substance into any situation that you find yourself in. This whole God who created all, if you can lay hold on Him. Hallelujah. Amen. To throw a little light on taking hold on God. I want us to look at Exodus chapter 32 verse 10. This is, to give you a background, Moses had gone to the mountain to be with God to bring down the Ten Commandments. The children of Israel had gotten very impatient because Moses was keeping too long by their So what did they say? We don't know what has happened to this Moses, whether he's dead or alive. Why don't we make a God for ourselves. Whom we can relate to on this journey. They went to Aaron to say this to him. And Aaron asked them to break the earrings from the ears of the women, their sons, and their daughters. And they fashioned a golden calf. God is so angry. He wants to consume them. He's so frustrated with that kind of behavior. This how he addressed and said, Moses, your people. Whom you brought out of Egypt. It makes you clearly understand the kind of partnership that exists with the kind of call that God gives to us. Amen. Amen. So for one day you stand before God and God will say, Your people, give an account of them. Amen. 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 So on account of that, when Osofu is rebuking you and correcting you, please honor him for that. He stands in a position to give an account of you. And this is what he's saying to Moses. Now therefore, let me alone. I just want you to see, beloved, God is speaking to a man. And he's telling him, let me alone to do what I should do. He knew one thing. 
that Moses will not let him alone. God has said certain things out of his mouth. He knows Moses will lay hold on those things. And once Moses lays hold on it, he's laid hold on God and God cannot free himself. Beloved, prayer is a very serious business. Which every child of God will have to learn how to exercise him or herself in, in it. Let me alone. That my wrath may burn hot against them and I may consume them. And I will make make of you a great nation. Let's see what happens. Then Moses pleaded with the Lord his God and said, This is Moses talking to God. Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians speak and say he brought them out to harm them? To kill them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth. Turn from your fierce anger. And relent from this harm to your people. Now shall we continue? Remember Abraham. Remember Isaac. And remember Israel. Your servants whom you swore by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of heaven. And all this land that I have spoken of, I give to your descendants and they shall inherit it forever. This is Moses. Are you listening to me? This is stirring up yourself. Take hold of God. Hello. I realize that many times what we call prayer is no prayer at all. I was once praying on a field and I was overhearing the prayer of someone who was also praying somewhere. I was just eavesdropping, you know. I felt like laughing whilst I was praying. Hello. Amen. He will mention the name and say, I shoot you. Bo! The man shall name, I shoot you. Bo! 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 A bunker of what he not tell me to pay. I say, Is this prayer? <laughs> you know, there is some kind of madness going on, and you wonder where it's coming from. Say, and sometimes you wonder how people of the church will embrace such like madness and ignorance. I say, For no era about them be more, and he might be more. 
This is Moses speaking. You see, when it comes to prayer, engage God on the basis of his word. Nothing more. So you know what that means? Learning how to pray is learning how to understand God's word. Hello. So if you are, you are absenting yourself from teaching meetings... You are, you are the weaker in prayer for it. We engage him on the basis of his word. God who cannot lie, just as we were told. promise before the world began. He cannot lie. So we lay hold on his word. And advance on the basis of his word. And he will watch over his word to perform it. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now I want us to begin a process. As we turn to Matthew chapter 26 from verse 36, please. Looking at prayer. I read. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane. And said to his disciples. Sit here. While I go and pray there. I want you to hear what he tells them. Sit here. While I go and pray there. Why wouldn't he involve them in his prayer? Hello. It is possible that we sit in church... But have never understood and have never made prayer a lifestyle. A lot of Christians want things done for them. Pray for me. Lay hands for me. Cast out demons out of me. Do this for me. But you see, the right church is the church that will train you to be able to pray for yourself. Amen. Christopher And hear God for me. And sometimes you wonder at what excites church people. Whilst you are teaching them God's word, they are bored. They say, Pastor, you are doing too much word, word, word. But, Once suddenly you push into you move into prophetic mode and began to tell him, you ate watching for breakfast. Suddenly everybody comes alive. All those sleeping, even in the balcony. 
Whatever I'm, I'm doing by prophecy is still very subjective. That's why the Bible says, judge it. But when I'm speaking from here, it's not subjective. So sit here. Sit here. While I go and pray there. So there were no participants in the prayer. And let's see what he does next. And he took it with Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. And he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. So there is a level one where he left the nine disciples. Then there's level two where he took the two sons of Zebedee and Peter, three of them. Good. Shall we continue? And he said unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful even unto death. Stay here and watch with me. He didn't say that to them. Stay here and watch with me. So those at level 2 were supposed to stay there and watch with him. Then let's see what happens next. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Level 3. Beloved, listen. If we have majority of our people being Christians, staying at a level 1, then we have a lot of work to do. Then we have a lot of work to do. Nine of them. Then it takes this three to a, a, a level where he could commit something to them. To pray. Watch with him. Then he goes further and prays. The content of his prayer we are made aware of. Shall we continue? And he came to the disciples. Definitely not those in form one. He came to those at level two and found them sleeping and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Now, somebody, no, me and Sando Jao, Mono, now, Omoda, not see, eh, went to me, man, yen, don't share back home. I asked you to watch. So you mean you couldn't watch? You were sleeping. Mantiman, yen, I'm more da. Isn't it a wonder? 
If you can get majority of the church stay alive and true in a prayer meeting, then you have a church. You know why they sleep? Many times they don't even know what to say again. They are tired. Hello. You know what that means? We haven't developed that kind of heart-to-heart intimate relationship with God. It is not an enjoyable communion. You understand what I'm talking about? So we easily go out of steam and we want to rest. But you see, this is something we need to cultivate. It doesn't just come. We cultivate it. And Jesus is saying, so you couldn't watch for one hour. The Christo don't I can't pray for long. Just after five minutes, I've said all that I want to say. And God, it's not in how long you stay with God. When you get into the word of God, you found an Old Testament saint like David. He discovered something in God that was very unique. Very, very, very unique. There is a level to which we can all relate and know God, but some go to a higher notch in a lifetime. And some press in because there is something they are actually looking for. There is something they are looking for. What they are looking for is not mere answers to prayer. They are actually looking for him. We move from that point. Beloved, beloved, if our whole understanding of prayer is coming to God to have our knees met, then we haven't begun praying yet. What did Jesus say? Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. We don't stop at asking. Many times, we have limited prayer to what is in our heart. But you see, what about what is in God's heart? What about what is in God's heart? There is something in his heart he wants to share with you. 
then something in his heart he wants you to give expression to. But our whole life, our prayer has been about us. What we need. What we are asking for. So let, let, me, let me just submit to you. Some prayer topics are not enjoyable at all. When you bring them out, it makes people sleep faster. And you understand what I'm talking about? When you bring them out, it makes people sleep. Because many times it's not something that concerns them directly, that they would directly benefit from. If it's say, ah, I saw for where there and come as some no empire many. Am I making sense here, please? I say I think I say. You know, I want I want us to move prayer to a notch higher than, than where we have been operating all this life, all this time. We can't spend our, all our lives being in class one. What did God say concerning David? When he rejected Saul. Sorry. Sorry. When he rejected Saul. He said, I found David. A man after my own heart. Who will do all my will? I obey me penina. Old Testament saint. We are a pamdada no more of Hutuini. I have found David. Me a radiman. So this is what God is looking for. See, when I yanko ponshu share. When God finds somebody like that, God's heart is satisfied. Then yanko ponshu share, nana kuma toniyem. When he finds a man after his own heart, or a woman after his own heart. So who no be a shushan in Yankopakuma, Nana Kuma Tanyim. Hello. How many of you are fathers and mothers here? Rose your hand, let me see. How does it feel to have children in the home and you can tell they are not interested in you or your welfare? Or that no, they want no, to give me, give me, give me, give me. Oh, when you need them to be there for you, they are not there. It's you want a child who wants to find daddy have you eaten this morning how are you feeling today you're not smiling there is something that that conversation will do to the heart of the daddy don't you think so yeah so there is something in God's heart he wants you to be well positioned to share that with you. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Where am I? Yeah. What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Jesus is shocked. So you couldn't watch with me for one hour. One hour. Yes, I am not so don't Look, let me tell you. When you are working or you are playing music or you are eating for one hour and chatting with friends for one hour, one hour comes so quickly. But when you start praying, one minute is like one hour. You keep watching it. Ah, a minute. So who did it? And now who born come on? And now who you Don't hear back on. No, but we need to turn up. Now so film people no. Well, I'm serious. How many of you agree with me? 
Oh yeah, I, I'm there. You know, <laughs> let's share our heart. Let's be, let's be sincere. Why is that so? Somehow, prayer is like speaking into the air. There is no tangibility. So it makes it difficult. But are you listening to me? So we want to look at a few things today. Just just to bring your heart and, 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 mind, and mind to something. At the third level where Jesus was praying, you could tell he is communicating with someone. That someone was so real to him. That Listen, beloved. In a prayer meeting, as you go around and you go on prayer inspection, as people are praying, you can tell people who are praying from people who are playing. I'm serious. Hannah prayed. She prayed. But even Hannah, so she needed a catalyst to get her to that place. The catalyst is called Penina. Look, many of you here, you need some Peninas. When God gives you Peninas, don't curse them. Let them live. Amen. They will get you to the place where God wants you to in prayer. I'm serious. Amen. <laughs> Casting insinuations and on every account when you are happy, cast one insinuation that should bring your spirit down. Hello. It's very important, beloved. God wants to get her to that place. Where when you are, we are praying, we are actually communicating with him. Are you listening to me? It's, it's a very important exercise that we all need to cultivate. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we turn to Matthew chapter 6? From verse 6. Jesus is teaching us something about prayer. He said, but you. When you pray. Go into your room. Or go into your closet. And when you have shut your door, pray to your father who is in what? Secret. Or in the secret place. And your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Verse 7. But when you pray, do not use vain repetitions. 
Many of us have learned some recitations from songs and from people. And sometimes when we enter into prayer, then our minds are active. We begin to repeat those things unto God. Stop those things. You know, when it comes to prayer, let your heart speak. Hallelujah. Amen. There is one thing I can tell you. Where if I have, you have a supernatural visitation from God, it's not your mind that speaks. Your heart responds to Him. As just as He speaks to you. You become immobilized in your mind and any other place. Your spirit that is very active. And your heart that begins begin to communicate with Him. What is that? It's in the depths of your heart. And I found myself in a situation where I'm even arguing with God on the basis of His word. It's coming from my heart. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't feel natural. Do not use vain repetitions. As the heathen do. For they think that they will be heard for their many words. That's not it. So what is God saying here? Every one of you here will need to find your closet. The closet is more than a place or a room where you enter and lock. You need to find your closet. Hello? We found ourselves together in South Africa. He was with his wife and myself, and there's this South African lady who was driving us. We're heading towards the N1, the road that links Johannesburg and Pretoria. We're traveling around 80 kilometers per hour. When our driver suddenly became unconscious behind the steering wheel. I mean, can you imagine yourself in that kind of situation? Well, if I, when it gets to that stage. 
If you haven't developed your own closet and know how to enter into your closet, Amen. are you on a song talking about? I said it's going to be something else. Hmm. No, she was gone. The vehicle was going like this. With a solid South African leg, foot, uh, and like on the accelerator. Just going like that. My the vehicle stopped. The ignition was still on. Amen. Now, They come from behind and just switch off the ignition. It was something else. Enter into your closet. You have a closet. Turn to someone and say, you have a closet. Discover your closet. In that closet, your door is locked. It's between you and God. And you are seeking him in secret. I learned to develop my closet even in the office. When busy sometimes in a meeting. In a split second, I just shut off. I'm looking at you, I'm smiling, but I've shut off. I've entered my closet very quickly. And I'm doing some very quick communication. And I'm tapping into divine resource for wisdom and for direction as to what to do, what to say, how to say it. That's why he said men ought always to pray and not to say. If it was limited to, to a room where you enter, do you always have a room where you are? You might be flying there. Hello. You have a closet. In that closet, it's your place of intimacy with God. It's a place where you have discovered your personal touch with God. It is everyone's responsibility to discover what you, where your, what your closet is. And there we don't waste time. You go straight to the point. If you feel like venting your frustrations to him, vent it out to him. You feel giving up, tell him from your heart. Oh, I don't know what to do again. I've tried it all. Things you can never tell anybody. She will find expression in your closet. 
That's why there's no place for vain repetitions when you get there. There's no place for vain repetitions when you get there. There's no place for vain repetitions when you get there. Amen. And the God who sees what you do in secret will reward you openly. Some news are very disturbing. Hello. Around early September last year, I suddenly began to limp. I felt some sharp pain behind my calf. And I suddenly began to limp. It felt like muscle pull during the times I used to do athletics. But this one was very sharp. The following day, I drove to the airport. My son was traveling. Saw him off from the airport. Was limping all the way, you know. Following day, I attended a meeting. We had a meeting with some pastors. Attended a meeting. Still limping. I bought some deep heat, you know. Just to spray the pain away. Because that's what I felt. I intended to. I didn't. I'm sorry. <coughs> My son came home that evening. I was doing his housemanship in, in, in Kolebu. So he came and observing me. I said, he tells, he tells his mom first. That, that this situation is very critical. When he gets to me, he comes to examine and feels the heat in the place. He said, let's get to the, the, the nearest hospital. I'm not even going to allow you to drive. I said, my own impose I found myself in the hospital. The long and short of it. I had clots in my veins. Deep vein thrombosis. There you could see the doctors, the doctors upon diagnosis, you could see them shivering. Because nah. they know the dangers in Within 24 hours, you could be gone. So when they gave this meeting, this when I came back home, I entered my closet. I said, God, what is this? I don't have time. You know it. I mean, why why you just hold me down? I don't know. I began to vent my frustrations, began to talk to him from the depths of my heart. 
He said, this is what makes you as a person. He said, there are some things that define you, which if you don't find, your this is what the Lord told me. He says, I have healed you. When I caught that word, I relaxed. The symptoms were still there. I was still limping. I began my uh, process in Kolebu. Now, the hematology department, you know. The sort of questions the doctors were asking. This and that and that and that. The kind of drugs they put me on. What sustained me? Was not the drug they gave me. Was the what I received in my closet. That is what I held on to. And I knew at that time. No, no, ma- no. no matter how dangerous the disease was, it couldn't harm me. Hallelujah. Amen. You know what Psalm 91 says? Shall we look at verse 1 of Psalm 91, please? David and Are you still breathing? Amen. Amen. He who dwells in the secret place. Now he's not even talking about visiting a secret place, visiting the closet. He's talking about dwelling there. Making that place your permanent abode. Hello. That is where you live. That is the realm where you operate. <laughs> <clears throat> Praise God. Hallelujah. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Shall abide under the shadow. Of the Very secure place. Isn't it? Secret place of the Most High. It is a place everyone will have to discover for himself. Beloved, Paul says something. He said that I might know him. And the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his suffering. Being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I will attain unto the resurrection of the dead. It's a brethren. Philippians chapter 13 from verse 10. Brethren. I don't know count myself to have apprehended. I don't know count myself to have apprehended this, 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 this pursuit. 
But this one thing I do. Forgetting those things that are behind. See, when I meet people who think they have arrived, I know that is the beginning of their fall. Seriously. That's our greatest sin. When pastors begin to go for titles, it is to say, I have arrived. You have lowered me. Give me the kind of title that I deserve. If you make a mistake and mention so, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You offend them. Then you know, you know something, something is wrong. The half position is wrong. He said, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do. And I command all of you to do this one thing. Forgetting those sins that are behind. The failures, the disappointments. Put them behind you. Reaching forth unto those things that are before. I press. No, I press. press. I press. I press. I press. That was the mark of the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The pursuit of God is a lifelong pursuit. I believe that even on the very last day we need to give, <laughs> breathe our very last, we'll still be pursuing. Beloved, it's a lovely life. What else will we be doing with our life if we don't discover this? What else will we call enjoyment or fun if we haven't discovered this? This one thing I do. I pressed over the mark. The price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Beloved, listen. I'm going to close with this Bible verse. Job chapter 28, verse 7, please. Job 28. Job. 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 Which no fowl knoweth. And which the vulture's eye has not seen. The lion's wells have not trodden it. Nor the fierce lion pass by it. There is a path. 
There is a path. There is a path. And that is the path that I'm pursuing. Birds of the air cannot find it because it's not in their domain. Birds of the field, including the king of the jungle, cannot discover it because it's not in their domain. It is my responsibility to find the path. And to walk that path all the days of my life. My heart is going to yearn for this path. My hunger is going to keep me pursuing this path all the days of my life. I'm going to discover it in a lifetime. Now, I will not get to heaven and be a stranger because I'll be. I'll make. I will make my days on earth days of heaven on earth when I discover and walk this pathway. We discover all these through prayer. The nuggets of prayer. As we walk this path, as we seek God. Is not something somebody can show you? Are you listening to me? One prayer, I pray all the time. God, don't let the hunger you give me ever die. Increase the hunger all the time. At least it's a good sign of spiritual health. I had taken my wife to the Carnation Market one time. I was parked by the side of the road. If you know how busy that road is and people walking about left and right. So that crowd in the Yeriko Carnation, Jomuna, now are parking on Chow, and I am said the Nipani cars, Eddie Wakonyaba. I think this was in 2006, thereabout. And Tiaba Bru do be a train, bear do me and say train. So as I sat in the car, I said, why don't I just spend some time to enter my closet? So then I began. When I zoomed in there, in a matter of minutes, I heard the Lord speaking very oddly, audibly to me. He says, I'm not happy with you. You have disobeyed my voice. I sent you to go and live in South Africa, but you visit there and come back. I want you to go It's the last place I wanted to live. Wow. Wow. Hello. Hi. I began to think very fast when I came out. So if you here, So then immediately I pick up my phone and began to make some two very vital calls to come call some very vital people in South Africa. The question was, how do I register a ministry in South Africa? How long does it take? How long can I come live there? I wanted those details very fast. One of our phone or Freya. Then I 
Beloved, without the closest life, we will be living and we think we are living. Are you understand what I'm talking about? And you know how long I had disobeyed him? He said for three years. I should have been there three years earlier. To cut a long story short, that is how my ministry began in South Africa. Sometimes I ask myself, when I see these South Africans who will buy their own airfares, come all the way to come and visit us here, I say, oh God, so if I didn't obey you, all this wouldn't happen. Where would these people be? Hello. When I went there, one whole year, my church members were two. At the end of the one year, one left, and I was left to just one person. And yet, I heard the Lord speak to me. Hello. There is a path. There is a path. Listen to verse 7 again. There is a path. Which no found the way. And which the vulture's eye has not seen. Hallelujah. Amen. That is where we meet God. On an individual level. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. Hmm. Once I walk this path and have this time of fellowship with my Creator. I leave his presence fully satisfied. Fulfill to face tomorrow. There is a path. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to share this with you ultimately, that beloved. He who seeks, he will find. You seek in this path, you will find it. You seek in that secret place, you will find it. And I'm going to tell you, never give up until you find it. Never give up. When it comes to the things of God, I recommend to you, do it with all your heart. No half-heartedness in this. With all your heart. All your heart. 
Your heart will find rest. Fulfillment. Joy. And gladness. You walk in an atmosphere such that people who get near to you, they can touch what you've been able to draw in your atmosphere. The calmness, the rest. Just before they connect, because they connect you, all their problems are dissolved. I'm not exaggerating, but I have some friends who, when we sit and we begin to talk, we haven't prayed, but we are just sharing our hearts. By the time we finish, we all move to a certain dimension in the spirit. Then we begin to speak what the mind of God is. Just by that communication. We we just clearly understand what God wants to do. What God is up to. Just by that communication that takes place. There is a place. There is a path. Shall we bow our heads in prayer, please? I just want you to bow down your head. Just pray this simple prayer. Lord, help me discover this path. Help me discover this secret place. I just don't don't want to visit this, this place. I want to dwell there. I want to walk that path. I want to walk there all the days of my life. Lord, I don't know you as I ought. And I realize that. I don't really get what you are bringing me into, what you are sucking me into. But I avail myself. I'm ready to let go. Lord, take me in. Take me in. Bring me in. In the name of Jesus. Bring me in, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. The patrons of old will tap into this realm. It's a realm they walk in. And then they begin to pronounce blessings upon their children. Jacob did it. Abraham in a lifetime raised his children in a certain mode that made them stand out very unique. Abraham 
We can abide there. That's a regular feature. I worship you, Lord. I thank you, my Father. I give you praise. Beloved, a lot of problems you are encountering now, it will dissolve in a minute. If you can just rise and subdue those situations. Who are thou, mountain, before Zerubbabel that shall become a plain? Oh, when you are Zerubbabel, in the name of Jesus, I subdue mountains. I subdue situations. I subdue situ- very critical. Darkness and gloom and doom. Standing before the people of God. It looked like it can never be solved. It looked like it can never But as you point your finger, I want you to say to this situation, Peace, be still. Peace. 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 Be still. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Keep you. Praise the Lord. Oh, wave unto Jesus. Give him a wave. Oh, we bless you, Lord. I believe.